it's the Playhouse Podcast with Kat and JJ. On demand, even if you're on the can. Dude, come on. It was kind of like a nerd fest Monday morning, and we talked about the nerdiest things you've ever done. I mean, have you done anything more nerdy than bringing Legos to a romantic weekend at a hotel? We'll get to that in a couple seconds. Here comes the podcast. Very interested to see how this is going to play out. So if you missed it a couple of seconds ago, here's the scenario. All right. So this guy, he's at a Goodwill. He's short 75 cents at the till. And they basically say, pay the amount like a normal store or don't get these goods or put away 75 cents worth. He was upset about it. So majority of the items that they receive are free. Okay. They get the items for free. And you're telling me. You cannot help somebody out over 75 cents? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You guys should be ashamed. Ridiculous is and your vocabulary. Uh, uh, but reading into it a little bit more, you know, Goodwill, do they do everything you want them to do with that money? Uh, probably not because everyone has plans for whatever, but they do job training, placement services, classes for people that have disabilities, uh, have challenges in finding traditional employment. Like they... They want to help. I think the workers need to get paid a ton more for sifting through everyone's gross stuff. Well, but you also accept that job. This isn't That's work true. release. You know what I mean? You could say no to the job if you don't like the salary. So my big question is, guy comes up, he's got a bunch of stuff. He's 75 cents short. You tell him to pound sand or do you just say, oh, you get us next time. I I, I can't believe you're usually one of the more compassionate people I know. I can't believe you're telling this guy to hit like the bricks. Like I said, I would I would not tell him to hit the bricks if he kindly turned back to me and said, hey, ma'am, can you spot me 75 cents? I got to I, I won't meet the, the total. Absolutely. Here's 75 cents. But if I hear the entitlement that this man projects, hell no, I don't have any change with me. Go put something back. I remember coming back from a bar once on a fun bus with you as you leaned out the window and screamed at a bunch of individuals that were maybe less fortunate. Some that very, is not true. Some very less. Oh, my God. That is things. not true. This is absolutely. I was screaming at the drunk people outside the Ace Bar. I don't know if that's true. I think it was something else. I was wasted, but oh. I didn't mean what I said. Didn't we just do a portion on the show <laughs> earlier about when you say what you're Halfway drunk? through what I just said, I was like, don't say it, don't say it. Ashley, are you team compassion, JJ, or are you team being a hard ass like Kat and not loving humans? Oh, no, I'm team compassion Thank for you. sure. Thank you. Appreciate that. Why do you say it like that? Because like- I, I feel it's 75 cents, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what kind of day he had. You don't know what, what he's been through with his life, you know? Mm-hmm. If it's to the point where he don't have 75 cents, like, that's where, as humans, we need to band together and, like, here, I got you, dude, you know? Like, he could have been buying, he might not have no more clothes, you know? Lord knows what he was buying and just 75 cents, like, I, yeah. But didn't no. you hear what I said? He it was, like, sure. all about the delivery. Didn't he sound entitled to you? It was like, hey, all this after, stuff they get after for After he did. Yeah. So, well, I mean, after, yeah, because, I mean, if you look at it, you know, Goodwill is about helping people. Goodwill is about, you know, doing nonprofit for people and stuff like that, you know. So it's like I would have felt some type of way if they couldn't have just, you know, helped me with 75 cents, too. I probably wouldn't have came about it like that. But that just goes to show maybe that he really was on his last, you know. He really needed that because that's why he got he got so upset about it, you know. Even if you're on your last, doesn't mean humility goes out the door. All you have to say is, hey, ma'am, can you spot me 75 cents? I'm sure somebody in that line could have spotted him that. This is part but of it's people the up. way he says it. 
that bothered me. It's the, oh, people give them free stuff, so I should be able to just walk with skate without paying the entire amount. Hey, thanks, Ashley. Appreciate your thoughts. People are so fired up. Tina texted in. So where do you draw the line? Is this loser in need? Nope. Exactly. Dang. Uh, I'm not calling him a loser. I'm just calling him, like, if people that have that entitled personality um, get to me and and I don't have any sympathy towards that. Anea, do you have any compassion or are you like Kat? Oh, no, I would say that 75 to 80% I'm on Kat's side, but this time I totally agree with you, JJ, and, and Ashley. I mean, with the hatred and everything that's in this world today, we do have to show love and compassion towards one another, and we don't know anybody's situation or like Ashley says, what was, you know, what was he buying? Was right. it a pair of socks that he needed? You know, we don't know that. I mean, yeah, he did kind of have a rude attitude afterwards, but I mean, again, that could be towards how his day went, you know, and the lack of God and love and compassion and all of that in this world today, I, I mean, it is heartbreaking. Is it just, I don't yeah. ever need to know anybody's backstory of why they're uh, down and out. Like that's, I don't need you to humiliate yourself. That brings you to a certain level where you're like, have to make yourself, you know, feel less than I would never ask someone for their story. Just like, I want him to sound like he nicely asked for 75 cents. And then I would have given him that money. I think Ashley has the question everybody has this morning. Did Kat like grow up? From money, like oh did yeah, she come, did yep. she come from the suburbs? <laughs> yep, she uh, the silver spoon that was up her butt for the entirety of her life. Doesn't it show now? That doesn't mean that I don't volunteer my time for organizations that need help or give money to people that have a veteran's hat on the corner. I would absolutely, without any hesitation, do that. But this guy's rubbing me wrong. Can you help me? people's problems it's our little form of group therapy you've got some issues you want to throw them out on the radio people are pretty decent about giving some advice as we welcome julie to the show and we know it uh it has to do with your boyfriend right yeah i mean like you know everything is good and like we're always talking about taking it to the next level and everything yeah but then we'll go out at night we'll go out with friends have a couple drinks and then he picks a fight he always wants to fight really yeah and it's just like you know, then don't drink if you're going to fight with me. I, I don't want to fight. Sure. Yeah. What are you these know? fights about? Are they about big things that have happened in the past? Or are these like really petty, weird fights to have? No, they're just like petty, weird fights. Like not not a big deal, but it's just every time yeah. he has a couple drinks. Well, this is going to be your fight. forever. Like this is your forever if that's what you're talking about with him. Right, right. So that's why I'm just like, I don't understand why he's got to do that. Why Why do you have to pick a fight for, you know? Are you sure it's not you? Wow. No, it's not me. I'm joking. Uh, hang on a second. I want to put you on hold. And here's what I'm willing to bet. That there are many, I bet there are many successful marriages that started with this issue or have had this issue overcome. It will definitely have to work itself out in order for her to say yes if a proposal is on its way. Because if it's already wearing on her and they're not even engaged, right? Um, I, w- I wouldn't sit there and hope in one hand and you know what in the other. Like it, it will continue and maybe even get worse. Who knows if it's going to escalate to non-drinking nights that they just pick fights. That will be draining. So well, then that's probably not your guy. Probably not right? your guy. And I, that's all right. I would bet that this is salvageable. 
And I'm willing to bet that some people have been through this where uh, obviously alcohol seems like it's the catalyst here. But have you ever been in this situation? You were dating somebody. You seemed like you were fighting all the time. Was it you took alcohol out of the equation and you got along better? Was it... If that's the main contributing factor, yes, it has to be eliminated or... He needs to like really be conscious of, all right, I've had a couple of drinks. I'm not going to bring up this topic or this or make a big deal out of this, you know, molehill. I would be interested to hear from any woman who has quote unquote saved a guy and changed that was like this. Like if you've been through this and you just said it's either me or the booze. It could go both ways. You could be a guy that's pretty tame when you're out and then your girl gets like super jealous and. All up in your face after she starts Or she's a 19-year-old partier her whole life. That could be a thing, too. So if you've been through this where basically you guys went out, had a little alcohol, it just turned into a fight all the time. I mean, is this, you just got to can the relationship and move on? Is this salvageable? Have you been through this? I'd love to hear from you real quick. Doing some OPP with Julie. And she had messaged us and I said, why don't you come on and talk about what's going on with your boyfriend? And basically, here's what she had to say. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, everything is good and like... We're always talking about taking it to the next level and everything. But then we'll go out at night. We'll go out with friends, have a couple drinks, and then he picks a fight. He always wants to fight. So what do you think is the underlying issue here? Is it a jealousy thing? Is it an insecurity I don't know what they're thing? About. Is it uh, some people are just you add alcohol and confrontation's going to happen? It sounds like it could be the sky is blue. No, it's orange type of thing. You know, some people just love to argue too. Like I'm that way. My wife just goes, whatever. She does ignore she you. Just, she just I does. Love she that. does. She just doesn't. I, but I, I just <laughs> mostly because I like to get people's natural reaction to something they're confronted with. That gives me great joy. It's odd. I know it's not right, and I get it. And I've been told my whole life it's wrong. Tina, you got thoughts on this? You know, I once heard the thought that a drunk man's words are a sober man's thoughts. Um, you know, I don't know how much truth that holds to mm. every relationship, but I do think arguing is also a healthy part of relationships. I'd rather learn how to argue with my partner yeah, while we're figuring things out rather than when things are set in stone and you find out, gosh, we can't even get through an argument. I don't think anybody says something while they're drunk that they haven't thought while they're sober. You just have more. I do all the of- time. You know what I can't do? No, those are your true thoughts Uh, that you, uh, as a sober person, think. And then you're like, oh, I have some juice here. Let's go ahead and just say what I think. I have three shots in Mexico, and I think I can do a triple gainer. I don't think I can do that sober. That's not right. But those aren't thoughts about people. Those are just like dumb, I'll take the dare. So if I like Like, people a lot more after a couple of drinks, then then maybe those are your true thoughts. I really don't like them to begin with. No. Those are your true thoughts then. So if you really like somebody while you're sober, then you really love them when you're drunk. But if you think, you know, mean things about the partner that you're with when you're sober, then you have some some loudmouth soup and you're like, I'm going to let her know right now what I think about. Say that statement one more time, Tina. A drunk man's words are a sober man's thoughts. Yes. Man, that's so true. But it goes for it goes for both genders. But in this case, it's very true. So you hear this play out. They just go out. They have a couple of drinks. He wants to start a fight all the time. Is this a get out before you get engaged to situation in your mind? I don't know. It depends what the argument's about. I mean, is it something silly and petty or is it something really deep? That's the most annoying part for me is if it's super petty, knock it off. You know, like, 
if you yeah. love this woman, what are you doing? These aren't hardcore exactly. conversations. These are just super petty topics. Last question, Tina. If you had to have a radio divorce from either Kat or myself, you could never, ever, ever hear one of us again. Who would it be? <gasps> Ooh, I don't know, guys. I've been listening to you since I was, like, don't in middle it. school. So you want to say Kat, but you feel bad about it. Like, you want a radio divorce from her? I'm going to plead the fifth. I'm going to plead the fifth. That's right. fine. That doesn't work around here, but I'm going to let you go anyways. <laughs> have a great morning. JJ, <laughs> Take care. You Bye. Bye. What do you think the nerdiest thing that you do is? I want you to think about it. I got mine. Some people you would think are like super cool. I heard this story on Friday. I'm like, we got to talk about it. This guy is accused of stealing $40,000 worth of collectible gaming cards like um, Magic the Gathering. And they finally caught up with him. From like 20 cents up to three, four hundred dollars uh, for a single card. You look for places that have a physical store uh, because at least hopefully other people like us kind of go through that process to try and make sure they don't take in anything from kind of nefarious backgrounds. Uh. So that was his thing. He stole all these. He used to work at this shop, this game shop in Seattle, and he stole all of them. And then he was going to go to different gaming stores and swap them out for more money. I just... Don't know if I could. No, I do That's know. More I could never get into that world. Thing. Yeah, I've never. Been, I uh, I even worked in college at a place that sold all the Magic the Gathering cards. And, yeah, and all it's that kind of stuff. It's been around that long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why did I think Magic the Gathering started in like 2015? No, no, it's been around a long, Weird. long time. Uh, but. There was a definite, if you wanted to stereotype someone that was going to come in, yeah. and we would do this all the time, the workers there, we'd go, magic. Or we'd, we'd always try and predict what they were coming <laughs> oh. in for, you know what I mean? Because you get, and for me, this is an easy transition. The nerdiest thing I do, uh, when I poop, I play chess online. Yes, yeah. you win. I, and I play speed chess, so you only get like six seconds to make your move, and then you got to make a move, make a move, make a move, and you play with just people around the world. Yeah. I love it. I, it's very cerebral, but... We would also in that store. You could t- you could pull a chess player out in a heartbeat because they'd come in and they would. Y- you could see that they were dressed like a chess player, yeah. and they would be the ones that would buy this like pewter chess set worth twelve hundred dollars or the really really nice carved and painted ones and stuff like that. So now I think if you're Magic the Gathering people, embrace your nerdiness because y- y'all have found each other. I think that that's a beautiful thing when people can find something in common and meet a couple of nights a week to throw cards down, yeah. but you have a really great time. I would say, and you know how nerdy I am with my vitamins. Like I'm, I get too excited about getting a new shipment of vitamins. But it's not the vitamins. Like I'm all all for you being healthy. The way you do it though with the pill boxes is such an elderly thing to do. Do you know what I just found on Amazon? Because I shipped it to my dad's house. (gasps) A pill box that has a timer, an alarm attached to it. They make those. So you just set the alarm and it's attached to the pillbox. How annoying. Well, I think it's great for people so that forget. When, when do you take your handful of vitamins? I just do it before I leave the house every morning. And um, what if you forget? Will that alarm go off and wake the rest of your family? I don't know. I bought one for my dad. Oh, I thought you But now I know they exist. So you know one's on the way to my house. Do this real quick. Will you call us and just be super honest with the nerdiest thing that is part of your life? Somebody had asked me about my seven-day water fast and then called me a nerd for it. And when you brought this up, I was like, wait, you're, you're doing, you're, you're on the cusp of new research that says if you do this, you're going to be healthy. You're going to live a little bit longer. And the guy I was talking to just goes, nerd. <laughs> the amount of people you talk to about a water fast, maybe that was the nerdy I've had part. so many people hit me up about it, man. It's uh, it's. Uh, 
I'm a trailblazer. What am I going to do? You are. You are. So we're talking about this guy that got busted for, over the course of a couple years, stole $40,000 worth of Magic the Gathering cards. He got busted. He was stealing. He'd take them, and then he'd go sell them at other card stores. So there's no real way to track it down, but I'm like, what a what a nerdy thing to do. And then to be so bad at theft yeah. that you get caught with the Magic the Gathering But that's cards. me being a judger. I'm being a judger. What if Magic the Gathering is somebody's whole life, which I don't mind. You enjoy it. It makes you happy. You, Wow. If someone could see your face right now, JJ is obviously judging. I would say the nerdiest thing that I do, and a lot of people don't know this side of me, uh, I love vitamins. I think they're incredible. I like to sort them. I like to put them in my pill, uh, pillbox, S to S. It just makes me happy. I don't know why. B12, C, D, fish oil, calcium, ginkgo biloba. I could go on and on, uh, but I feel like a nerd. Yeah, you should be. Uh, hi, Hannah. How are you? Pretty good, and you? Great. What is the biggest thing that Hannah nerds out about? So I absolutely love uh, playing the game Sudoku. Okay. I'm a whiz when it comes to numbers and patterns. And so, like, I think I I play it every night while I'm listening to an audiobook to, like, wind down. Nice. And I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. Audio bunch and Sudoku. Have you found that it's sharpened your mental capabilities at all? I mean, the problem solving is good for, for your, your mental state. Yeah. So I actually started doing it when my grandfather was diagnosed with dementia. Okay. Because I figured I'd start like early, just sharpening my brain and doing these like memory games and different things um, just to try and stave that off because it runs pretty prevalent in my family. Good thinking. It cannot do any harm. That is for sure. And Mm -hmm. that might be something I got to get onto. It definitely runs in my family. And it's something that as of late, been thinking about a lot. So, but let's just you. be super fair yeah. here. Like, cat trying to figure out one of these problems. Is there like a beginner's or like a kindergarten Sudoku that she I got start the wordle with? in one today, by the way? <laughs> she, so, you can whatever. Suck it. <laughs> uh, thanks, Hannah. Have a great morning. We appreciate you. Uh, hi, Sonny. How you feeling? Good. How are you? Good. What makes you a nerd? Um, I would say kind of my husband and I, but we love to do like the Lego figures. And sometimes we'll even bring them to, like, a hotel with us for, like, the oh, night. Man. And then call wait, our wait, All right. Wait, wait. <laughs> you're winning. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, you and your husband, you're like, hey, we got a hotel night. It's sexy time. What do you want to do? You He's got like, the Titanic to scale? Bring, bring the it. Star Wars Millennium Falcon <laughs> Lego set. Is that what's Oh, my happening? God. You want to hear something? <laughs> my nephew loves Legos. He's such a beautiful boy. He gets in the zone, and he will put one together in no, just, like, an hour a massive one. So I bring him I bring him to Legoland at the Mall of America for his <laughs> birthday and Liam is just standing there looking at all these grown men that are like sexting photos of like different <laughs> models of the Millennium Falcon and Liam just goes Oh my God, these nerds. I go, you better keep it down because they're all in here and they all love Legos and they'll turn on you. So you get to the hotel and you lay it all out on the floor or the bed or the desk and you just go to work on a Lego set? Yeah, sometimes. It's like the night away from the child, you know, when we leave them with grandparents. Yes. Boy, I'm going to exactly. be honest. Here's what's, here's what's different between me and you. Like, we get to the hotel. I'm straight putting the beer in the fridge, rolling a blunt. Like, you oh, are not. But I'm, not, I'm not bringing the Legos. And what's the last Lego that you guys put together, the last set? Um, I think the the Thanos glove thing. Mm-hmm. The 
don't even sure. really know what they're called. Yeah, but no, it, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> do you guys spend time like? Uh, do you do? Is there something we should know about that? Do you do it naked? Do you you know do anything? Do you cover yourselves in chocolate yeah, and then do it? There's got to be something more to this than just putting together Legos. Nope, not it, at all. Just the high five at the end and time to go to bed. All right. Why not? Do you keep them together, too? Do you glue them together, or do you break them back down and then do them later? Because the kids can't have evidence that you had fun with Legos away from them. No, we just leave them as statues high up so they don't get destroyed. Oh, nice. All right. We'll let you go because I feel like we're going hard on this. All of this is, uh, yeah. I love that that you are married to someone that loves doing it because that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at Bingo. Bingo! Bingo what Bingo? Bingo! Bingo! Okay, here's how Listener Bingo works. I've put the phones on hold so you can't call yet. But we're hoping you'll call and share an amazing story with us because maybe you're somebody listening who... Who has a crazy small world story. Not sure if you saw this from the SAG Awards. Melissa McCarthy, Billie Eilish on stage together. And Melissa uh, said this. Fun fact. I also met you originally in utero because your mom was my first improv teacher. And guess who she was pregnant with? (laughs) It was you. It was you. (laughs) Okay. Will you sign my face? Oh, yeah. With oh, a Sharpie, she okay. did. I, th- sure, I thought you were sure. going to be like, I don't want to ruin your pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a crazy small world story. If you match a bingo with me, I'm going to tell you one of the craziest small world stories. You you won't even believe it when I say it. Ooh, okay? That's a hook. I almost what a, want you to win What a build up. Uh, mine is going to be anyone listening who has five plus cars. Okay. I found myself now this weekend to be the owner or partial owner of five vehicles. Three of which I, four of which I never drive. You know, I'd say if anybody is listening in Zimmerman, you're in good luck because I think every just drive by the lawn. Yeah. But I just, my daughter finally, she's 20 and she bought her first car this weekend. So it sits at my home because she's in college and ready to go on spring break. So at any given time throughout the year, there can be five cars parked at my house. So how much did Jim charge her for that car? Because he paid a hundred. He well, then he put a, I don't know three grand in, and he made a couple of bucks off it. It was oh. a good deal all around. Okay. It was it, uh, we got it for about three grand under Kelly Blue Book, which wow. was a good deal. So uh, Scott, you're first through, man. Which one? Uh, which one are you feeling? Who's going to get the bingo here? Five plus cars. Oh, uh, look at no. this! All right, man. So they're all functioning. They all work. Yep, and they're all licensed. I mean, I could drive one, show two, come back here, drive it back another one to you. I yeah. think it's about, I could do that about nine times. Whose are they? They're mine. They're all yours. You find it necessary to, on any given day, drive a different one and have insurance yeah, well, for all I, I, No, I keep insurance only on two because that's what I talked with my insurance agent and they said that two is the most I can really drive at one time. I can put more on if I want, but they recommend just two. So, so but all quick, I have to do is break down the five cars. Um, the 91 F10 pickup truck, okay. uh, 95 uh, Chevy step side pickup truck, uh, 1500 2002 Dodge Ram, okay, uh, Dodge, Dodge Dakota, why five? Why five? Why do you need all five? I don't, I just, you, you, I get a good deal and okay. You know, and a lot of people will call me up and say, I, we're going to take it to the junkyard. And I'm like, well, how much is the junkyard going to give you? And the junkyard will give them 400 bucks. I'll give them five. I put a thousand into it. 
now I got a car worth uh, three grand. Just but you because don't, but it's a not, good deal, you don't need it. There was a good deal on edible condoms the other day. You don't need those. <laughs> you don't need everything. Yeah, but I don't. I, 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 yeah, I wish. I wish. I have people that, you know, even come and try to, you want to sell them? Nope, don't want to sell them. So you're, just, you're willing to just continue to accumulate junk? Yes. Okay. That's it. And, and <laughs> First step's admitting it. There's no end game to this at all. <laughs> no. Okay, you're just going to... I try. You're just going to die in I, one day, and then somebody's got to take care of all this crap. He says I try. Oh, that's what, that's my curse. I'm going to leave my family. <laughs> oh, I love that you've got lovely. a plan. You're the best, man. Thanks for calling. Have a great morning. <laughs> yeah, have a good day. <laughs> I like this guy. Up early for $2,000. Tuesday morning in the KCLD Playhouse. About 6.30, we're going to give you a chance to cash in a bunch of dough before you even get to work. So roll with us on the live show right now. Let's wrap up the podcast. Let's say... That I was going to write a check so that you could have one of the following three services for the rest of your life. Okay. Would you choose a housekeeper, a chef, or a masseuse? I would. What do you think I'm going to say? You're going to say masseuse right no. away. No. Why? I'm going to say a chef because that is that is one thing every single day that I just like hate to think about. My sister talked about this a while ago with me and I'm like, get it together. You're a mom. You got to think about this stuff. But I'm like, it's so true. Like dinner comes around and I just want to do me. I just want to make myself a meal and that's it. You know? And I'm sure so many other moms think about that. They're like, it is the last thing that you have to think about because everyone has to eat. And then you got the, the kids that won't eat certain things. And then you're like, fine, you're going to starve tonight. So and then, you you're like, then you feel bad and you make the chicken strips anyway. Having a private chef would enable you to just not have to fight your child on what he wants yes. to eat anymore. That's it, huh? 100%. And I would have them do like just all healthy food. So then that's one less thing for me to think about. Am I doing right by my body? Yeah, because my chef just created something that has minimal calories, good for me, maybe even plant-based. I would totally do that. Over having... A massage every day when you came yeah. home from work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, I think you're lying. No, I'm not. Because it's like a good for my body thing. I could always pay for a massage. I don't even, I know, but you could pay for a chef too. I'd rather pay for a chef. I'd rather have you pay for a chef. I think I would go masseuse on this. You would? Yeah. And I don't even really get massages normally, but like the older you get, you get a kink and a crack and a pop here and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, just the thought of winding down a work day. And then just having somebody completely rub all the stress out of you. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. The reason I brought it up is uh, it's Pat Day today at our house. Uh, we, we have a Pat. Yeah, yeah. And Pat comes by and uh, cleans. But you it's, clean before Pat comes, we, right? We clean up, all right? And there's a theory that I have here is that if we clean up, then she can do the cleaning. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want her to spend an hour of the time she's at our house picking up all my kids' dirty laundry mm-hmm. or putting away our laundry or anything like that. I just... And we're not dirty people, but my wife really enjoys this so much. She loves coming home to a clean house. And there's something way different about it. It, may, it And I'm glad it's on a Monday all the time. Like yeah. Monday, we're a Monday people with Pat. And uh, and she'll roll up. She'll clean for, I don't know. I don't even know how long she's there. But when I come home from the gym, everything's spick and span. There's an appeal to seeing no crumbs around a baseboard or cupboards wiped down. Yeah. You know, there there is something to, and cleaning people have like tricks up their sleeves that we don't know about. And most people, I floated this out on our Facebook page early this morning, almost everybody is saying housekeeper. Really? Almost every, nobody's saying chef. Nobody is saying chef. Oh my except God. Except for you. How do you feel about your size? 
I feel good. I feel uh, I feel good. <laughs> you do? Yeah. I we feel... got we got an answer. Is again. that a gun in your pocket or are you just <laughs> glad to see me? We found out that when it comes to below the waist, what women are actually looking for. So do you want to know? Oh, somebody it, finally did the research. I feel like this happens about every three weeks I see something like this. I feel bad saying it because there's really nothing that can be done about it. Uh, no, no, I I would disagree with that. I think there are several herbs, supplements, and stuff like that that you can take. That, and I don't is know. the blood flowing? Yeah, I don't saying? know. Something like that. I've never really... Looked into it. Felt yeah. like I had to, but maybe I should. Says something different. But it says that women prefer circumference over length. And I think that's I always have, been the case. I have to agree with that for sure. But did you know that on average, guys have gotten 24% bigger over the last three decades? Over the last three decades? Yeah. So it's a, it's a genetic thing that's Isn't that weird. Our DNA is it's adjusting. It's a gray sweatpants thing. Uh, I think that trend was awesome. Maybe. I don't know where that trend went. So I, I remember seeing, like you've seen the the Roman statue of David, right? Mm-hmm. And back then, if you had a big unit, it was considered bad and the smaller ones were good. So if you see all those ancient Roman statues, that's why they look like they got such small packages because that was the thing then. It was considered, uh, if you had a big one, you were a knuckle dragger <laughs> and like low that. intelligence back yeah. in the day. And if you had a little one, it meant you were pretty cerebral really? and you were a leader. Yeah, it was it's like if you were of Asian culture, if you were of a whiter skin tone, that meant that you were out of the fields and so you were wealthier, so you uh, didn't have to work. And so if you had a darker hue to your skin, that's that's wild. So who's this? Who's making? Who is this making feel good today? I don't know. Do you feel better? No, I feel meh. I feel better knowing that over the last three decades we're getting better with that. Right? I want to know why and how though. I know a lot of people on Abraham Lincoln's day that were complaining about it though. You know. But I I also feel like guys aren't as like manly as they used to be. Like I was watching this night. I'll have some audio with uh, for before you hit the door of like 1950s dating, but (laughs) like. They look like men, and they were seniors in high school. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But now then they they're, also, like, so skinny. Then if you also look back at these sitcoms, like, Archie Bunker was 45, and he looked 70. Yeah, that's You know what true. I mean? Like, that's there's true. a thing there as well. What's trending? What's trending? So the latest TikTok trend is young kids calling their dad and telling them that they got hired in crazy places. Like, this girl said, an offshore oil rig, and this is her dad's reaction. You're an Exxon Mobil? Yes. It's like an oil company? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw, like, a job posting, and I applied. It's an apprenticeship yeah. opportunity in an offshore oil rig, and it pays so much money. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, you're in the middle of the ocean. The wind is blowing. It's probably one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. But they offered me, and they said you'd get trained. Because you may die. Why they offer me it? Do they think I can do it? That's insanity. <laughs> yeah, you may die. She's like, they're going to teach me how to weld and everything. It was so funny to see his reaction. But what job? Obviously, you hope she never takes a job like that because it is very dangerous. But what job do you hope your kids never take? This job. This job? This job this right here. This is a here. fun job. My son's going to be graduating in days with a communications degree. Yeah. And I told him there's no place for you in the broadcast industry. Yeah. Use your degree for good, not this. 
We are having fun every day, right? Yeah. Right? Not that we're having it. Listen, it's the 3 a.m. wake up call that oh. wears on a man or a woman after so many years. So I told him, get your health, sleep in, get a job that starts at nine. Yeah, true. Uh, I would say, and we were talking about it earlier when the oh. uh, police chief was on the TV. Liam wanted to be a cop for so long, and I value cops. I would never be part of the defund the cop movement, whatever the hell that was. So stupid. But it's a scary job, and I would be holding my breath constantly. The people that go out there and put their lives on the line. I think any job where you have to put on a bulletproof vest in the morning is not for me. And I don't know if I'd want my children in harm's way. And the other, uh, the other side of it, though, without those men and women out there protecting us. I know. Like, I don't want to discourage anybody. You guys have your your mind and heart is in the yeah, right place. You're if you're going into am. it, you are definitely better than us. But that would be one job where I'm like, can we think? Like, can we talk about something else? I don't know. But what would what would your answer be if your kid came to you with a job and you're like, please do not take that job? That is what's trending. All right. So earlier we were talking about. Uh, Billie Eilish up on stage at the SAG Awards with Melissa McCarthy. And Melissa's like, listen, I've known you since you were in your mama's belly because she was her improv coach. That's such a small world. Such a small world. But then I was like, okay, I got a good small world story for you. It was, I think about five years ago, I get a message on Facebook from somebody that you and I know. And he was like, hey, how do you know this person? Because you're the only mutual friend of this person. And... He's in big, big trouble. And I'm like, oh, I've known him since I was five years old. He went to my mom's daycare. And uh, he goes, what do you, What can you tell me about him? I'm like, I have not seen him since I was seven years old. So I can't really tell you much. I do know that his sister hung with my sister until they were in their teens. But um, he was in trouble because... He was, a, he's a very attractive guy. He's a model. He's an actor. And so he was holding these like acting coach sessions at the school. Mm. I'm not going to say where I'm not going to give any names or anything like that. But one of the moms had this uh, mom sense about her. She's like, I don't think the right stuff is happening when I drop my 12 year old daughter off for these oh, God. Um, coaching sessions. He never touched any of the girls ever, but he would make them like sit there with their eyes closed and he would like smell on their feet and stuff. And yes. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, I know. That's my small world story. Like what, what are the odds of one of our friends who happens to be a detective, police officer, detective tracking down that I am the only mutual friend to this guy. Is that, that is common now. practice, you think, for the cops to go to their Facebook yes. page and see who... Uh... Because people are so dumb. They put everything and anything. Most likely, if you're somebody that is going to be charged with a crime, you're going to This guy dumb. in jail now? He was for... For the feet smelling. I think he did go away only because it was just inappropriate. I don't know. But he never touched the girls. Is that against the law? To smell their feet. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not interested in it. I'm just wondering if that's against the law. I don't know. Like, you get busted for that. I, I would say that's the tip of the iceberg. Definitely you- off off the radar for until about six months ago because his sister got married, and I saw the whole family went off social media. Because- so you used to play... Uh, f- used to play babies and uh, blocks and everything at daycare with this guy, and then you're the link to him and a, a feet-smelling in- crime. Yeah. What a small world. Because that's exactly what this guy, who we know, wrote on 
Facebook. He's did like, he what ever, a small when you were a little kid, did he ever smell your feet? Not was that, that I something can recall. he was into? He never was like, ooh, take off those socks, girl. That's the thing. Like, you know someone when they're younger and then you hear about some stuff that they're up to and you're like, oh my God, never really knew this person. What's the feet thing too? Yeah, the I don't Smelling know. the feet thing. Like, I've. I don't know. Feet are so gross to me. I love my feet. I think my feet are cute, but other people's Does feet. Does Derek smell them? Gross me out. Does Derek smell yeah, it? Yeah, does like, he ever be like. Right up in his nose. Girl, like, take those socks off. <laughs> no. But he curl- massages them. He's a good husband. He'll just grab my foot and massage him. Yeah, that's a nice thing to do, but he doesn't smell his fingers or anything afterwards, does he? I don't know. I don't keep taps on him. 